0: Welcome to another episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. Today we're talking about beliefs. What is a belief? Well, it's a stage or habit of mind in which trust or confidence is placed in some person or thing. So what do you believe in and how do beliefs affect our daily lives? How do they affect the paths that we take? We'll find out as Sharon talks about beliefs in this next episode.
1: Okay. Today, here we are with another episode of Medium Well with Sharon Rose. And today's discussion is around belief and beliefs and your beliefs. And what do you believe and how do your beliefs serve you? So what do you believe? Do you believe that we are predestined, do you believe, what do you believe in? Do you believe in the goodness of others? Do you believe that when you put something out there that it'll come back? Uh, Do you believe that you're doomed to repeat mistakes? And we all have a different set of beliefs and a lot of them are based in our core, our core beliefs come from our value system. And our value system is usually established by our families, by our parents, and by our schools, and by our environment when we grow up. Now, to change beliefs that are deep set and ingrained in you, you really do go through what is called a value shift. And for a lot of people in the North American culture, that has happened a lot for them because we've had all these new structures of faith and spirituality enter into our cultural beliefs and so we've modified because we were back in the day predominantly we were either a aboriginal where we believed in the land and the great spirit and the world around us and how we serve the world and how the world serves us or we believed as the white christians who predominantly brought the religions over from Europe and the Christian, predominantly again, Catholics and United and the Lutherans and the Anglicans and all the various different sects of the Christian belief. And so our beliefs, in many cases, when we went to church as children, our beliefs were formed through our interactions with faith, with the church, Or in the Aboriginal sense, our beliefs are formed with our connection to the land. Now, I can remember when I was a little girl and I was going to church as a little girl. I remember one thing very clearly is uh, when I was very little, we didn't really have much of a religion. I was in the United Church. We didn't have really much doctrine. Um, We had more um, lessons. And I remember coloring a picture And I remember the picture was just so beautiful. It was a picture of Jesus sitting on a tree stump or a stool, I gather, but I thought it was a tree stump. And he was surrounded by lambs and children. And I was thinking, oh, children are the lambs and the lambs are children. But I instantly, and I think this has to do with my own abilities and my, um, that was very intuitive when I was young, very psychic. I was able to actually (laughs) communicate with crossed over people when I was very little. So maybe it was just to do with that. But as I looked at the picture of Jesus and the gentleness that was portrayed in his dealing with the, his working with the children and the lambs in that picture, I realized that he was real and he was, he was really somebody that I already knew. And it was somebody that was real. And I really, really, really wanted to talk to him. (laughs) And, and so I formed a belief as I was a child in the goodness of the energy of the man called Jesus. So as I grew up and as I started being exposed to more theological studies and more churches, I learned that um, there were a lot of other beliefs out there because I hadn't been exposed to them at that point as a child, when I was looking at that picture and I started to understand, and I saw churches with the with the images of Jesus on the cross um, and it, they were graphic. They were violent and they were graphic. And, and I didn't like those. I didn't think they were pleasant. Um, and I understood that there were some people that didn't believe in Jesus at all, that Jesus wasn't any kind of energy. And Then I understood that my belief was actually around goodness and kindness. It really wasn't about believing in a man. It was believing in the energy of good, and he represented to me the energy of good, and so that has stayed with me. Now, um, when I was working with my workshop group, I, I put this question to them, what do you believe in, and how does that belief serve you? In my particular case, with that particular belief around the energy of kindness and love, I was able to understand that kindness and love are reciprocated. That if you put it out, it will come back to you. Maybe not from where you expect it to come back, but it will come back to you in some form or another. And so I started to really understand the, uh, I believe in um, abundance. I believe in sharing. I believe in giving and receiving. I believe in the true innate goodness in the human nature. I believe that we learn how to be angry because that's an ego-based emotion. And I believe that we are truly spirit, living in a human experience and having a human journey. So that's my beliefs. And that's how I interpreted belief. There were um, some other, we had some students in the class that really had a lot of fun. They had a lot of fun with this whole exercise. And I would really suggest that you want to sit down maybe and write out your beliefs. What do you believe in? What do you believe in? And what'll happen is it'll take you back to the truth of who you are And if it's something positive, great. If it's negative, if you believe that that because you grew up in in a maybe a non-abundant environment that you don't deserve to have abundance, maybe that's not a, maybe that's where a value shift would come in. Maybe that's something that you believe that isn't really the truth. And so what happens is you are actually making it your reality because you're sabotaging. Um, You know, you get yourself into a position where all of a sudden some money comes your way. Let's just use money as an example. And money comes your way and you will sabotage by either losing the money, giving the money away, spending it. quickly, And then you'll say, see, I don't deserve to have a lot of money because look at it's gone already. (laughs) Um, And there's people that do that sabotage. So there's a value shift that has to take place there because what you're doing is you're stepping into values that you were taught as a child, beliefs you were taught as a child that don't serve you. Um, if your belief is a positive one, and if you believe that if you come from an abundant environment where there's an abundance of love and abundance of um, assets or equity, you've got lots of, you grew up and you were able to play all the sports and you were able to get a car when you were 16 and you were able to do those things, then if you can carry that belief with you that you deserve that, then great. But if you step into a non-deserving, then you will find yourself having to go through a value shift. And sometimes what we look like on the outside doesn't match up with what's on the inside. So then our value shift is more intense. So for example, you may get the message that you don't deserve goodness. And you need to go through a value shift, you're going to want to go through a value shift to be able to identify that you do deserve that you do deserve to have good things happen to you and, and a good life. So back to the students that were in the class, we did have uh, two particular young ladies that when they were, they sent me their, they, they emailed me their uh, letters to what their story about what they believe in, and how it serves them. And I read the letters out loud. And as I was reading their letters, animals would come up. Now, if you follow me in any other any other way through my websites or any other way, you know that animals are something that I'm very attached to. All of my fundraising generally goes towards animal associations and organizations that are doing rescue work or uh, building uh, places for animals to be healed if they get hurt or sick. Um, you'll know that animals are important. So for some reason, and I guess that's the reason, animals come through a lot from Spirit, and I'm always communicating with animals who've crossed over. And with these two girls, they were, I was reading their um, their emails, and the animals were coming up. And I'm going to let you listen to what we did is we 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 brought it here to the to the podcast so that you could hear their actual letters, and then you could hear the exchange and the conversation that took place around the animals that showed up and how they believe in their lives and what they believe in and how it serves them in their lives dear Brittany self. (laughs) Okay. That's good. I like that. Dear Brittany self. (laughs) What do I believe in and how does this serve me? I believe in the power of positive thinking. Oh, hello, go girl. Positive thinking is one of the greatest gifts you could give yourself. It's similar to the power of choice and we can choose to be positive or negative, right? I believe dreams become miracles when you believe. I believe you are in control of your own attitude. I believe in life after death and reincarnation, angels, guides, and God. I believe in the power of meditation and mantras. I believe in spreading positive energy everywhere, even if it's just a simple smile or hello. I believe you can stay in a grateful attitude and energy that you can help guide others with learning on their journey too. Absolutely, that's so powerful. I believe we all come from and return to the same place and that we all have a lesson to learn while we're here and that we need each other's help to learn them. I feel like this serves me well. I'm thankful for everything I believe in as it makes tough times a bit more easy. I'm thankful that it serves me by keeping me learning and using my abilities. I think my positive energy and beliefs serve others in a positive way as well. I'm thankful that my beliefs keep me open to suggestions of all sorts, and I don't push my beliefs on other people. I think it serves me to see the upside to things as well and spread that to others as well. Love, Brittany Self. I love that. That's so good. Brittany, I got to tell you something. While I was reading that, all I could see was hummingbirds. Have you had hummingbirds around you this week? Um, We've had a few hummingbirds, which we haven't had in a while. They're so, all over yeah. the place. There's the energy of a hummingbird. Does anybody remember what that means? I don't know what that means. Can I look it up? You guys agree with me looking it up for Brittany? Because I'm just, birds were everywhere, hummingbirds, but they were hummingbirds. Let me just. I associate my grandma with hummingbirds and it was close to the day she passed away about nine years ago now. So today is close to the day. Yeah, Yeah. about uh, 10 days ago or so. I don't actually remember the exact day, but yeah, it was the very end of August when she passed. She was almost 101, so it was a full life. So that's, it's your grandmother. If you associate your grandmother with hummingbirds, then this is your grandmother supporting your faith, supporting your belief and supporting your positive attitude. This is her way of saying, yeah, you're on point. This is good. I love it. I don't need to look it up. That's so good. That's so good. Hummingbirds. That's so exciting. I love that. Okay, Jennifer, I'm going to read yours. Okay. Hi, Sharon. I believe in love. I believe in positivity, kindness, and love. I truly believe if you use love wherever and whenever you get a chance, things will flow a lot better for you. I believe in being kind to everyone. And I try very hard not to judge. I believe if you do good things for others, that good things will be done for you. I enjoy being of service to people with no expectations. It makes me feel good. I haven't always used love. I used to use lower emotions a lot, but it got me nowhere. Now that I believe in love, incredible things are happening to me all the time. One example is I work with an older lady and her husband recently passed away. They had no kids and she had nobody really. So I took it upon myself to offer help and helped her organize some things and clean up their space and his things and whatnot. It was a big job, but it was no skin off my back. (laughs) I like that expression. There's no skin off my back. (laughs) Little Southern girl in you, eh? (laughs) People would would say to me, why are you doing all that? And I would say, because she has nobody and I want to be there for her. A couple of months after her husband passed, this lady took me on a trip to Disneyland. Oh, my God, look at that. My most favorite place on earth. Now, that is an incredible reward for a little bit of kindness. Isn't that amazing, you guys? Isn't that just amazing? That just makes me so happy. This is just one story. I have many more to tell as long as I keep using love, love, Jen. Thank you for sending in the beliefs. That is really good. I really like that. I love the power of it. And what was coming through, it's funny, the animals are coming through tonight. Is crazy. I don't know what's going on tonight, but the hummingbird comes up around Brittany. You had the fox come up around you, Jennifer. And so, and the fox, as far as I know, they're mischievous. I'm really not sure about the energy (laughs) of the fox. What does that mean to you, Jen? Does it mean anything to you? um i seen one that had been hit this morning on the highway and i sent prayers for it because oh, of... it was saying thank you oh. that's what that is oh. That's the fox saying, thank you. That's why they, because the spirit of the animals are as powerful as the spirit of the humans. Um, I mean, I have more conversations with animals than I do people when I'm talking to our loved ones. And it's not surprising. A lot of times it's animals that open the door, the energy door so that we can actually have that communication. So that's the Fox. That's why I'm reading that on behalf of you. And the Fox is feeling your heart and recognized you offering prayers for it, a blessing for it, because it was hit on the road. How nice. That's so exciting. I love, I love that. So now that you've been able to hear the stories from these two young women, and you've heard my personal story, at least part of my personal story, what do you believe in? And, and how do you identify what you believe in? And what I would suggest is you might want to sit down and do the same thing these young women did and write out, what do I believe in? What do I believe in? And really be honest with yourself. Do I believe that I deserve? Do I believe I don't deserve? Do I believe I'm too short, too tall, too fat, too skinny? Do I believe that I'm just the right height, that I'm good looking? Or do I believe that I deserve to have a good job? Or do I, do I deserve to grow in my business? Do I deserve to be my own independent businesswoman or man? What do I believe? And then after you've done your list of beliefs, then sit down and go over the beliefs and see how they serve you in your life right now. So if you believe in abundance, how are you expressing that level of abundance? Are you sharing? Um, One of the other things that we do is we do an exercise with loonies. And um, it's really a fun exercise where you take a loony and you wrap it up, you write an affirmation on a sticky note, you wrap a loony in the sticky note, and then you put that Um, somewhere when you're out shopping or doing the dry cleaners or at the grocery store, you take one of those and you very quietly and sneakily (laughs) drop it on a counter somewhere on a ledge and somebody's going to find that and uh, do you believe that if you do something like that it's going to make a difference to somebody else do you believe that you can have an impact on the world when you don't even know who you're impacting for example the person that picks that loony up and finds that affirmation that you wrote in there affirmations first person present tense statement so something kind like you are loved you are safe or you deserve abundance or you are beautiful something like that would be written on that affirmation on that little sticky note. Do you believe that that makes a difference to anybody? I believe that it does. And I wonder, do you believe in in abundance for yourself and abundance that you can share your abundance with the world without having to be a multimillionaire to be able to do that? Because there's a lot of people that say, you know, I can't make a difference, but can you make a difference? Do your beliefs allow you to make a difference? Do they serve you in that way? So I would suggest that you get a piece of paper and a pen out and you sit down and you write out what are your beliefs? One of the things that I want to share with you from this exercise that you've heard with my two students, you've learned that we are connected to all that is, all that lives on this planet that has life. And the fact that the fox came through for Jen and the fact that the fox was basically saying, thank you. Thank you for offering up a prayer for me, even though I'm no longer in my physical. The fox was aware of Jen, even though Jen was only aware of the body of the fox, but energetically immediately connected with it. And for Britt, the fact that hummingbirds came up was, was her grandmother basically being able to support her. How exciting is that? That is so much fun. Do you believe that you can go to that place too? Do you believe that you can connect with your crossed over loved ones and that they can support you as well. And if you look for the signs that they'll show up, that was just a really simple, easy example with those two letters and those two girls to be able to actually share with you how belief can really impact your life in this life and beyond. And maybe your values need to shift. Maybe. Maybe you learned things about yourself or your world or the people around you when you were young that really aren't serving you. Or maybe there's something you learned there that was just so fantastic. You're hanging on to it like me, hanging on to the power of the energy of Jesus and the energy that Jesus portrayed to me as a young girl in Sunday school with the kindness he was showing to the children and to the lambs. Okay, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tapping into Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose, and I'll see you next time.
0: Thank you for joining us in this episode of Medium Well with Psychic Sharon Rose. To learn more about her and what she can offer you, please go to SharonRose.com. That's Sharon with a Y. She also invites you to sign up for Kitchen Witchin's six-month workshop series. Details can be found at KitchenWitchin.ca, where you can register for the next series that starts on November 1st. Registration is now open. You can also contact her through the Sharon Rose Psychic Life Coach and Medium Facebook page. Please follow the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts so you don't miss any of the conversation. Sharon looks forward to talking to you next time.